What's up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and executive chairman of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founder's Journal, my personal audio diary, where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. Today, I'm bringing back a fan favorite, Startup CrossFit. Let's hop into it. So for those of you that were not part of Startup CrossFit last time, here's how it works. I take a business idea that I've thought of or a business idea that was submitted by the Founders Journal community, and I take it through the gauntlet. What's the goal of this? Basically, it's to determine if this business idea is poised for success or primed for failure. And it's also just getting us all in the habit of working through ideas, analyzing them, and also realizing that like not every business idea is going to be the perfect idea, and that's okay. It is a process. What I'm going to do is give the idea a letter grade at the end to give you a sense of how bullish I am on this business. Let me start with the questions that I'm going to ask about this idea and that you should really think about asking about any business idea or side project idea that you have. There are six questions that I ask when assessing the feasibility of any business idea. The first, how painful is the problem? The second, why is the solution significantly better than what's already out there? The third, how defensible is the business at scale? The fourth, what's the ambition of the business? The fifth, what makes me a good fit or a bad fit to start this business as its founder? And finally, the sixth, how can I test this idea quickly and cheaply, but with high fidelity? High fidelity meaning I have a good sense after the test if this can be a legit business or not. So now what I want to do is break down the idea and answer each of those six questions as we go through. The name of the business, and I came up with it in about five minutes, so it's not perfect, but it's good enough, is Sub30. Sub30 is a global exercise movement that combines content and community to make getting healthy actually fun. The problem that Sub30 solves is that working out sucks for many of us. It's boring, yet it is incredibly necessary. So people either choose to suck it up and they just hate working out and working out at the gym. Two, they join a group workout class, which can be really expensive or inconvenient. Or three, they just opt out of working out altogether. The worst of the three options. With Sub30, what you end up doing is you take a short fitness quiz where you provide your fitness level, types of exercise that you prefer to do, and how often you're going to commit to exercising. Sub30 then places you into a fitness group that will be your group throughout the Sub30 program. You'll have a calendar of all of your classes that can be integrated with your Google Calendar or whatever calendar app you use, and each invite will link to a Zoom link where you'll do your 30-minute or less classes each day with your group. And here's where Sub30 is different. There are no instructors. Sub30 will curate 30-minute HIIT workouts designed by professional instructors, but classes will be for and by the community. 
members of the Sub30 community will have the opportunity to volunteer to lead classes, which just requires a training from Sub30, the corporate brand, and being given the workout that Sub30 designs. And then you're given a music playlist as well that you use during your Zoom with the group. And in doing so, by leading or volunteering to lead these classes, you get a significant discount on your Sub30 membership. This makes it a super capital-efficient business model since you don't have instructors, but it also creates a truly deep sense of community since no other workout brands or exercise companies I can think of are truly community-led. So that's sub-30. Now, let's go back to the six questions I asked in the beginning. Question one, how painful is the problem? From my experience, very painful. Unless I am playing a sport, I freaking hate working out. I find myself getting distracted. I find any specific discipline of working out like CrossFit or spinning to become unbearable after a month or two of doing it. And all that said, I understand how important exercise is for my health, which basically guarantees pain in either direction. Either I hate the exercise while I'm doing it, or I hate myself for not exercising if I decide to skip a day. So I would say the problem is pretty painful. Question two, why is the solution significantly better? This is where I honestly think that sub-30 is suboptimal. I think the solution is better, but not significantly better. I think that it's better from a business perspective in the sense that it is a model based off of restricting time versus, say, taking an exercise trend that could become a fad where it's big today but not big tomorrow. I also think it's better and unique in the sense that it is a truly community-led fitness business, but I worry that it is not significantly better for a few reasons. First, there are a lot of hit-based exercise businesses out there, from Barry's to F45 to Peloton's app. And while the emphasis on community, I'd argue, is greater here, I don't think that it's a 10x better solution. Second, I also worry that given it's not focused on a specific discipline of exercise, say Pilates or CrossFit or anything else like that, it's not niche enough to build a loyal audience, and that prevents it from being significantly better as well. Question three, how defensible is the business at scale? And the answer is relatively, but not significantly. This business doesn't benefit from true network effects like a Google. It doesn't benefit from scale economies like a Netflix, and it doesn't benefit from high switching costs like an Apple. The defensibility of this business truly is based off of community and brand. And those two things can be powerful. It's just really difficult. When I think about businesses that have incredible brand and community defensibility, I think of religion, like Christianity. I think of Burning Man, the event. I think of communities like YPO or Chief that are highly curated communities based on a job or based on a specific interest. But I just argue that it is very, very hard to stay sustainably defensible based on a community, especially if your community is not highly curated. Question four, what is the ambition of the business? So I think there's an unrealistic ambition here and a realistic ambition. The unrealistic ambition is to help eradicate obesity through exercise and nutrition that is both fun and approachable. 
And while I love that vision, and I would love nothing more than to accomplish it, I don't think the idea of Sub30 in its current form has the ability of realizing that vision. And then I think there's the realistic vision, which is you can probably build a nice lifestyle business by helping people who hate working out hate it less through content, time restriction, and community. Let's just say, for example, that we price this at $50 a month, which feels like a mid-tier gym membership. It's cheaper than Equinox, which is like $300 a month, but it's more expensive than something like Blink Fitness, which is $25 a month. At that price, at $50 a month, you need 1,667 customers sticking around for a year for it to be a seven-figure revenue business. And you need 16,667 customers for it to be an eight-figure revenue business. Do I think it is possible to convince between 1,700 and 17,000 people on planet Earth to join this sub-30 community? Absolutely. Which is why I think it can be a nice business that covers the lifestyle of one or two founders that operate it. Question five, what makes me a good fit or a bad fit to start this business? Well, on the side of me being a good fit, I am definitely a customer of this business, like I'm a customer of Morning Brew because I find normal exercise excruciating, but I do it. That's how I thought about this idea in the first place. I also understand community and content well from building Morning Brew, so I see a great content play with Sub30 that would be able to market this community where you could create social accounts where you use user-generated videos of Sub30 workouts with the exact exercise routines for people to try out on their own before joining the community. Where I'm not a good fit is as it relates to expertise around exercise. I'm not an expert on workout theory or workout construction, so that would definitely be a blind spot that I would need to fill through a partner in the business or an early employee. The sixth and last question to ask about Sub30 is how can I test this idea quickly and cheaply but with high fidelity? Here's the test. I would host a 30-day exercise challenge with people. I would charge $50, and the goal is to get a group of people to work out daily together for 30 days, and the pitch is that we're going to get healthy together with sub-30 or less than 30-minute workouts every single day, and I will be leading the workouts with a music playlist. At the end of the 30 days, I will see how many people completed the challenge versus how many people ended up leaving, and I'll survey the remaining group and ask if they would continue being a part of this community at the same exact cost of $50 a month. And I would find these people to participate in this challenge through posting on Twitter or LinkedIn to my existing built-in audience. And I would have someone that is a personal trainer volunteer to design the workouts for us, which would fill the blind spot of me not knowing how to design great workouts. I'd create a shared calendar for everyone and host the exercises daily on my personal Zoom. And that would be my high-fidelity test that would honestly not cost anything other than my time. So let's bring this all together. What is my temperature on sub 30? I like that it's community driven. I think it takes on a real need, which is making exercise enjoyable and approachable. I like that it is capital light and it has localized network effects for people to invite friends into the community. But I don't like that it's not very defensible since there's no proprietary content or hardware or software. I don't like that exercise is so competitive and a lot of brands like Peloton or Barry's already offer in studio or digital short workouts. And I don't like that the brand has a risk of being perceived as this community for lazy people who don't want to work out. 
So my grade on sub 30, as the idea stands right now, is a C. I think it can be a nice lifestyle business that someone wills into existence and builds into a meaningful income stream for themselves. But I think that the solution needs to be improved. I think something proprietary, whether it's IP or hardware or software, needs to be involved to create greater defensibility. And I think I need to test out many of the alternatives to sub 30 that already exist to understand if this problem that I'm trying to solve is already being solved really well. I'd love to hear your thoughts on sub 30, any ideas that you think could take it from a C to a B. And also if you have any ideas you want me to take through the ringer on the next startup CrossFit, just shoot me an email to alex at morningbrew.com or DM me on Twitter at business barista. Also, make sure to pound the subscribe button for Founders Journal, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, or the podcast player of your choice. That is the number one way that we grow the podcast. And finally, if you already subscribe, make sure to check out Founders Journal content on Morning Brew's YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Morning Brew, and click on our channel. There you will see an entire playlist of Founders Journal videos like how to deal with imposter syndrome or why Ethereum actually matters. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next episode. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.